Well, hello. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you ready to talk about uh, the LCB Secretariat call from February? I am. Yes, uh, I am. Okay. It was a good one. Yeah, no, it was. We'll do brief it. So I'm in case anybody isn't know doesn't know, I'm Jenny Krishner and my partner. Lisa Fallon. And we like to come to you after the Secretariat call and kind of debrief what went on. So this was a good one. It was a good one. Students always do a good job. I know they really do. They do a good job. Uh, and I think uh, one of the things for me is they this group did a fantastic job, like truly. Um, I think it's interesting, though, how much weight the ISA uh, matters to the LCME. Yes. And whether or not it should matter that much. Mm -hmm. I noticed I mean, I've got this weird sunlight thing going on, Lisa, but yeah, but it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Coming through my blinds. I mean, uh, I get the point of you want, you have information in the DCI, you have the ISA information, then you have your conversations and try to make sure it all matches. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes people get burned a little with a comment that's thrown a one-off comment and then the LCME starts focusing in on something that, you know, like, I don't know, it just. Yes. No, I, I, I think that this is, I think for anybody out there who does not believe how seriously, at least right now, the LCME committee takes students' opinions, you need a big, like, you know, flashing headlight that it is, they take it really, really, really seriously so your isa really really matters and then like you just said when they when they meet with the students if the students say something they will then they'll go down that path for your entire visit and it, it doesn't matter your data it doesn't it doesn't matter anything if something comes out they're going to go down it that pathway so you just have to be super prepared for that yes agree and, and you know, we, we've prepared some like top tips that we have, some top takeaways we think for the ISA. But you know, one thing I think we didn't put on there, and then um, maybe we should just chat about it, is lots of schools now do mock sessions or they do prep sessions if they don't have a mock visit. And um, I was talking to some colleagues about is it okay to have a prep session for your students um, who are going to meet with the LCME? And I'll I, I don't know what you guys do. I'll just tell you. Uh, I do think it's okay, and, and here's why, and here's exactly what I tell my students too, is I say, we're gonna meet with you. We're not telling you what you should say in any way, shape or form, but we just want you to be familiar with the process and how it's gonna feel and what it's gonna look like. Uh, we wanna, we take this opportunity to remind you of all the things that we've done to respond to your concerns and doing it like that, we will kind of throw out some questions like you might get asked this, you might get asked this. And again, we're very careful, different from a faculty session, a prep session, we don't tell them how to answer, but we do kind of convey to them, um, remind them what we've done. And I also tell the students because way back when I had a student say, oh, like you're, is this like cheating or whatever? And I, and I tell them, I said, the LCME understands that almost every school in the entire country prepares its faculty and students to meet with them. And in some ways, I think that's actually the responsible thing to do. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I think uh, we had prep sessions with our students and mm -hmm. they absolutely appreciated it. And okay. they want to know what to expect, you know, because they're proud of their school and they don't wanna, yeah. you know, 
do anything that would, you know, put us in a bad light. But again, we didn't coach them. Here's some of the questions and you feel free to respond. And there were a couple things that they responded and it was like surprising to us, mm -hmm. but um, and a couple things we did clarify, but it wasn't like you were wrong or this, you know, we were very clear to be, these are your responses. You own them and we have to support what you say. So right. it's their reality. Right. We always, we tell them that, you know, one question that they are bound to get, I think almost every site visitor does that. If you were Dean for a day, mm -hmm. you know, what would you yeah. change? And so you know, we tell them to kind of expect that. And then we also tell them that like they, we, they also understand that every school has got some issues. And so, cause we've had some very like gung-ho students who really want to um, represent their school very well. And we say, you know, you can't just present that everything is all sunshine and roses cause that probably won't go well either, you know, right. But so, so just be honest and, you know, and say what you need to say kind of thing. So um, that's how we approached it. Well, we, in our experience, what we've done, we're going to share with you, we kind of put a, a together a little top, what our, our kind of top tips uh, to approach the ISA. So I'm going to get that ready to share with you all. So give me one little second here. Let me put it, don't, uh oh, don't look too closely. Okay, because we're going to do slideshow. All right, there we go. Okay, we're going to talk this out. Let's see here. All right, so our top tips for the ISA, and we'll just talk about this together. Um, I think first is that, it, it, is, it is absolutely okay to explain to your students the gravity and the importance of what they are doing. So what we did when we kind of kicked this off, we had a big student meeting. We actually met with each class individually. Um, I told them about what the experience was eight years ago from the LCME site visit back then and what the problems were and what it meant for the school. And so I definitely let them know that this is not something to be taken lightly and it's very, has serious implications for the school. Lisa, what about? Well, and also I was thinking when we were writing this also to the ISA leadership that they need to understand what um, the expectation is and how much time it takes to be the student leaders to write up the ISA and make sure their classes all, you know, get 80 or plus participation. So it's, um, what they're doing and the responsibility to be the leaders and and know that what they're doing is so important. No, absolutely. And you had you had even you had mentioned about the start starting the process early too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you want to give your your um, leadership of the school time to look at the data and say, oh wow, the school's saying this, and maybe they weren't aware of it. They probably should be if they're doing their CQI, but that's a tip down the road. But they um, will have time to fix something if there's an issue. And then right. maybe re-survey re, um, the students or have a focus group and provide that data to the um, uh, LCME. Right. I, I know that the LCME provides kind of like a sample timeline. I think they have, they start their countdown 18 months prior to the visit. I have to be honest. I, I think you need to add six months onto that. I think you need to be starting everything formally like two years prior to your visit, really. Um, I mean, you don't you don't want your ISA to be so far away, but the, just exactly what you said, it takes a lot of time. So even though you may not plan to launch your ISA until X month, 
you can you can start planning for it much earlier because by the time you pick out the leaders and you meet with all the classes and they have time to meet and get together, that can take a long time. Yeah. So and I we think actually um, got our leaders early and had them start listening to invited them to listen to the IS or the webinars for the LCME. So they really got an understanding of what the LCME is, the you know all the different elements because we had representatives for students for on all our different um, task force groups. That's actually a great idea to get the leaders on early and have them um, listen to the secretary calls. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, I love that. Um, here, here's one, and I will, I will admit that we got burned by this a little bit. So as you know, and if you don't know, you can go on the LCME website right now and find out what the list of questions are that the students have to ask. There is no choice. They must ask these questions. So our students, for the most part, did that. But there was a couple questions where they said, oh, we're not going to ask the MS2s this question because they are already, whatever, in clinic or they're already left the foundational sciences. And then our site visitors came back and said, well, what did the MS2s think of this? And even though our students, it was completely in their control and they explained why, um, we had to go back and ask that question to, to, to everybody. So I think reminding the students that that list that is for on the LCME website, that one, there, there's no, um, they don't get to pick and choose from that list. Yeah. And I think our students started with that list. So that was the list. And then they added a few more, but that's where uh, University of Vermont got into trouble. They had like, they, I think they said 470 questions for their fourth year students, which was like so much, it's so much data that you yeah. have to do something with once you get all that information. So yep, yep, start yep. with the list the LCME gives you. Yes. And you and I actually, I hit enter a little bit too soon. I didn't mean to do that, but you basically started talking about this is that um, I think 471 questions is, is crazy right so so and so yeah like you said like no one, yes it is ambitious that's a much much better word yes much better word yes very ambitious so no, nobody likes to have that many questions and and I think another you know kind of big myth that I that I find is that everybody's afraid so you know they're terrified that the faculty whoever's the faculty liaison who's going to help the students like what are they allowed to say what are they allowed to do they're allowed to give them advice you know can they tell them you must not ask this question no of course if, if the students want to ask a question then they get to ask that question but they are allowed as as usually an expert in evaluation and assessment expert in survey making to say you know having 400 questions probably not the best way to go they're allowed to say that like, yes. they're allowed to yeah. guide them like that's okay to do agree yes yeah yeah so so please guide it'd be nice if the faculty liaison had some background in the lcme as well so that they have an understanding of the importance of you know what what the lcme is trying to get at with this isa survey 100 percent. yep all right this one you want to take this one ah yeah, so this one is um, the NA. Can you pause? Yes. <laughs> See, it's so stressful that we just need to pause. So no, sorry. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, so it's it's the infamous NA, right? Like so. <laughs> no, I can't. So I don't know how. All right. So okay, it's all right though, but but. 
for me, the NA is, it's about, I, I know there's an official definition, right, of, of what the NA is um, in, in schools. I think this drives the LCME crazy. No opportunity to assess. There you go. And have not experienced yet. There you go. Okay. And, and we, as faculty, I think we go crazy because there's a, you know, there can be a high NA response to something for, and the reason is, so for example, we had one about financial aid and we had a very high NA response because we have a very high percentage of students that don't have any financial aid. So they had never had any need to go use the financial aid office. And so we wanted to just take out the NA responses so we can show, look, really, if you take out the NA responses, we have like a 93% satisfaction rate, but I know they get all wigged out with the NA. So what we just encouraged our students to do is in the ISA report, if there was a high NA, to explain why. So they explained in the ISA, there's a high NA for use of financial aid office, not because it's not available or accessible, but because 60% of our students don't have any financial aid. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really critical. Have you recovered from your NA shock? <laughs> yeah, because in our example is like uh, career counseling. If, a, if they, there was a lot of NA for that, and that can be problematic because there should be career counseling. And if they're saying there's no opportunity to assess, then that's the red flag for the LCME. Like, well, why not? Don't you have uh, career counseling for your students? So, yes, I'm okay now. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is shocking. The NA. The NA does that to a lot of people. I know for a fact. Like, yes. All right. We've got this. Oh, this is this is getting into CQI in your wheelhouse, Lisa. So I'll let you yes. take this. Yep. Um, yeah. So I would think that any question that is on the ISA, you should be asking it periodically, even at the end of course clerkship evaluations, end of year evaluations. Um, if you don't have that, you could send out an ISA survey every three years or something, but I feel like you shouldn't wait to ask these questions of your students uh, 10 months before the LCME comes, because a lot of times that isn't going to give you enough time to fix any issues that come up. So yeah, anything that came up on our ISA, it was like, yeah know about that yeah we we got that and you know we're working on that so yeah no 100 percent. we do we do an annual survey uh, of the students that basically is the lcme isa questions like period that's yep. that's how we do it so yep. and then i think our last top tip for the isa is about kind of closing the loop with the students um so i think you had alluded to this too lisa when we were talking about it is that so you, you get your ISA data and the point is, is that anything you have a deficit and you're doing something about it, but you have to let the students know that you are doing something about it. Otherwise it kind of does no good. So how, how have you done that, Lisa? Um, we actually, after our ISA, we had a document, it was called a, you said we did, the LCME kind of instituted that, I think, uh, a while back but and I think it was really helpful for the students and the faculty to see you know this is the the issues that the students are bringing up this is what we plan to do about it here are the people responsible for that so I think um and you said we did is a great close the loop with the students um what did you use for yours 
We, we, we did the same thing. So every single one of our course uh, syllabi, course and clerkship syllabi has a you said we did document yeah, and it's did. a rolling three years so that they can see it's not just that we just did this last year, but it shows the past, the most recent past three years of what we've done to respond. And then um, for things that maybe are not appropriate for a course or clerkship mm -hmm. syllabi, our deans do pop-up um, hours for the students. Uh, and that's what the curriculum deans do pop-up hours and the student affairs deans have regular kind of like a, every month kind of sessions with the students. And so they make sure they incorporate that, you know, they, you said we did into every single one of those sessions. Like every single one will have something in it about what we, what we did. Yeah. 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 And I so, think uh, student leadership, communication with your student leadership so they can get that information across to the students as well. Oh my gosh, that's a really good point. For our um, our students that are on the curriculum committee, they send out like a little newsletter. I think like once a quarter or something like that. And leadership does look at it because it's from it's from the curriculum committee. And so and we emphasize try to emphasize in there as well. And the students now do this organically. If something changed in response to a student complaint or student evaluations, then that's loud and clear in the in the students' summary of what's happening at the curriculum committee. So yeah, yeah. I will stop sharing. So that is our tidbits, top five on the ISA. And just again, to know how important, right? at least right now, the LCME takes student opinion and um, really, really important thing. So yeah. what do they do it next month? I can't remember. I think assessment. Ooh, okay. Assessment. Yeah, it'll be okay. good. All right, so next month we'll be, we'll be back breaking down uh, what happens after that call with assessment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, it was great talking to you, Lisa, and uh, hope people got some value out of uh, our top tips for the ISA. Yep. Bye-bye. Right. See you Bye. next month.